BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I can't believe I'm saying this, but we have the one and the only Countess Luann on our show today. Before we get into the amazing Countess, I'm going to answer a few of your questions and then we'll just get right into it. Somebody wanted me to talk about, actually a lot of you wanted me to talk about feeling anxiety when you're in a good relationship, like being happy, being content in your relationship, but still feeling relationship anxiety. And we did a poll question on if that's normal or not on our Instagram. And it is normal. So first of all, if this is you feeling this way, just understand that you are not alone. A lot of us feel this way, especially when it's a good relationship, because you have anxiety that, oh my God, I like this relationship so much. I love this person so much. Losing them is really scary. Or self-sabotaging this relationship could be really scary too. And I think if we've, especially if we've experienced bad relationships in the past, we know what it feels like to be in a good relationship. And so it's normal to have anxiety around if it's going to last, if they're going to leave you, if God forbid they're going to cheat, if you're going to fall out of love, if you're making the wrong decision. Choosing a partner is the most important decision that you'll ever make in your entire life. So of course, we're going to have anxiety around this decision. I think, you know, I know people who've had anxiety up till them getting married to somebody it's very normal and we do need to normalize this more because it is something that everybody experiences. No matter how happy you are in your relationship or unhappy, you still have relationship anxiety. Anxiety is just something that we all deal with. And I'm so grateful that it's a more normalized feeling and emotion. And that's why therapy is so useful. We actually have this really long, extensive list of therapists in different cities and countries on our website, wemetatacme.com under resources. So definitely, definitely check it out. Um, It will be really helpful to you, especially if you're only starting therapy for the first time. Really, really highly recommend that resource. Mother's Day gifts. Oh, and that, by the way, and seeing a therapist might ease that anxiety. It might not ever go away, but it will ease it. Mother's Day gifts for a significant other's parent. I did actually get my my partner's mom flowers last year. I got her an orchid and it lasted for so long. And it was a really, it was a gift that she really, really loved and really appreciated. And so I think flowers is always a good move. It's not like too aggressive, especially if you're first dating, but it definitely says like, I'm thinking about you. I know you're a great mom to my partner. And in turn that, you know, makes our relationship better. And I feel like that's such a nice, sweet message to send. How to stay calm when you know a proposal is coming. I can't tell you how many dinners I'll go to where the conversation becomes immediately around when someone's getting married, that their significant other went ring shopping. Oh my God, he asked my dad for my permission, for permission. Like I am so over these conversations. Am I so excited for my friends? Absolutely. Will I be so excited when, you know, I'm getting engaged one day? Definitely. But I think the way our society is creates this anxiety around getting proposed to. Like, oh, has it happened yet? And it's so unfair for women because every time you see someone, like literally every time I go to my waxing lady, she's like, when are you getting engaged? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, Lydia. Like, I would love to tell you, but you're asking the wrong person. And 
it's okay that like, it's okay to not know. I think you have to just like release control, like relinquish control over this idea because it's going to drive you insane. It's the same thing when you're in the gray area before you're like officially dating someone, you really just, you don't have to know everything and you should trust the process and you're going to just ruin it for yourself. If you're one of those people that go through their boyfriend's things and try to figure out, you know, when this is happening and, and go through their phone and ask their friends, like just enjoy it. And if you trust that your partner is going to be your future and you've discussed it, like there's, there's no reason to freak out. My thoughts on summer house. I loved the show. I watched it with my boyfriend. We watched this whole season. We didn't watch last season. I think I might have watched like the first season ever, but I haven't re- like I I'm not as loyal of a watcher as I should be. But we watched this whole season. It was so incredibly entertaining. We felt like we were best friends with all of the cast members. I actually am friends with Paige and with Hannah. They are wonderful. Um, and I have nothing bad to say about them. And I'm not gonna talk about them and how I felt they were on the show out of respect for knowing them as humans, but they were very entertaining and Paige is hilarious. And listen, like, I think, I think I'll leave it at like, I think Hannah said herself that like there were moments that she had this season that she wasn't proud of, but I think it's really hard when you're in your twenties and you're on a reality show and you're finding yourself, like, let's have some grace for that. Because certainly when I was, you know, 28, if I were on a reality show, I don't think anyone would be a fan of mine. But I love Amanda. She's my absolute favorite. She's so loyal and such a good friend. Like, honestly, I would do anything to have a friend as loyal as Amanda. And I, I don't doubt that I do. But just seeing her loyalty, like she's the kind of person that talks nicely behind a friend's back. And that is really amazing. So beautiful. I don't know if I would have forgave Kyle, but I feel like Amanda knows what she's doing. She followed her intuition. She followed her heart and it ended up working out for her. So that's so amazing. Carl, it's so funny. We actually recorded an episode with Carl a long time ago, but we didn't end up airing it because it wasn't like his best. I feel like it was a time when he might've been using more. If you watch the season, you know that he's like, you know, kind of sober. I would definitely not call him sober because he still drinks and still gets fucked up. But I think he's, you know, with what happened to his brother, like he's trying to be better, which definitely shows. And you could tell he's a really good person. Who else is in the house? Oh, Lindsay with like Stravi, whatever. Oh my God, such a disaster. She obviously is a sweet girl and a good person, but like so many of these people should not drink. I mean, she becomes like crazy. She's like flashing her boobs. Like, I just don't feel like she has her shit together. And I feel like this guy's Stravi, like I feel bad for him. But like at the same time, I understand like what she's looking for. And I just don't think it's him. It's obviously not a match. So yeah, I mean, those are basically all my thoughts. I think Luke is a narcissist. I think it's really nice that Hannah found Des. Um, and I think who is the beautiful woman that Luke brought into the house? Why am I forgetting? Um, anyway, you know who I'm talking about. She's amazing. And I think that's the roundup I have. Of, oh, Sierra. She's great. And Danielle and her like phone over the phone boyfriend seem happy. So that's great. Um, and then... Yeah. When someone asks you to take it slow, that's a really hard thing. I feel like if someone asked me to take it slow, I would take that as them saying they're not interested in me. But I think it's also so frustrating because it's usually the guy who like is pushing for it not to go slow. And then they say some shit like that. And you're like, wait, what? But it just goes to show that you have to follow your own head. And so like if someone's trying to make things go faster and you're not feeling it, like you have to speak up then. You can't just like go with the flow because then once that happens, you're going to feel shitty about it. So when someone asks you to take it slow, like honestly, just distance yourself because that's what I would do. How to let go of your fear of getting hurt. Um, This is again, something that therapy will really help with. You really have to like, not in a naive way, but every time you meet someone new, try to like have a restart and think like, you know, this person is coming in with good intentions and give them a clean slate because that's really the only way to be happy and not hold on to resentments from the past 
And again, that probably happens in therapy. So now I'm really excited for you to listen to our episode with the Countess and excited to hear your thoughts. I've been getting so many DMs recently and being like, I didn't believe that it was still going to feel amazing and not even feel like a condom, but you were so right. And I'm so obsessed and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I know I would never lead you astray. Like, obviously, I'm going to tell you to get something that feels good and is amazing. If you haven't heard of Skin, Skim is a brand of condoms. And they also create all types of products for those who know what they want and are not afraid to demand it. And those who want to feel everything when it comes to sex. Skin feel is what the skin condoms are made out of. And it's a revolutionary non-latex material that makes condoms noticeably softer and provide a more natural fit and feel proven to enhance stimulation. Choose to feel everything now. Shop Skin, S-K-Y-N, condoms on Amazon.com. That is Skin, condoms on Amazon.com, S-K-Y-N. I love Luann and for so many reasons, but the main reason I love Countess Luann is because she's not afraid to talk about sex and to be liberated sexually, which is so cool and such a boss bitch habit of hers. You know, it's so cool to not be afraid to talk about something that's taboo and to talk about the fact that we all pleasure ourselves and that's so normal and that we can get a little help sometimes. And it doesn't have to be from something so mainstream, but instead it can be from a really cool audio app with short and sexy stories like Dipsy. If you haven't heard of Dipsy, they have every story that you could ever imagine that totally gets you going and gets you off. Stories about hooking up with your hometown crush, that coworker, maybe your old boss, whatever you're in the mood for, Dipsy has. And they add new stories every week. You're going to feel like you're right there, but you're alone and you're just with yourself, which is the best ever. For listeners of our show, Dipsy offers an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash Acme. That's 30 days full of access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash Acme. dipsystories.com slash Acme. And you'll get 30 days of pleasure for free. Do you want to start a company but have no idea where to begin? Or do you have dreams of becoming an influencer? Well, the Life with Mariana podcast is here to help. I'm Mariana Hewitt, a Los Angeles-based influencer and co-founder of the clean skincare line, Summer Fridays. Each Tuesday, I'm talking to my friends from business owners, wellness experts, and more to share all of their best advice for you to live your best life. Make sure to tune in and subscribe to my podcast and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what's coming up each week so you don't miss an episode. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. What an exciting episode we have for you today with Countess Luann from The Real Housewives. Hello. Hi. Hi, Lindsay. Well, for you, it's Luann, darling. Oh, love it. Love it. Um, I am so excited to have you on today. Let's start off with some of the basics for anyone who doesn't know you, who's, you know, obviously living under a rock. How old are you and where are you from? I am from Connecticut. I grew up in Connecticut, but I'm living in New York now and I'm 55. Amazing. And what is your current relationship status? Current relationship status is the S. <laughs> single. <laughs> so you're single now, but you, yes. I mean, we've seen on Housewives, you know, your whole relationship world. And I think we also haven't seen pre-Housewives, Luann, and kind of what you were like maybe before you became a countess. So mm -hmm. how did that happen? How did you meet the count? Well, I used to live in Milan and work in Italian television. And uh, I wound up in Milan as a model. And then I found television, which was fantastic. I became the Vanna White of Italian television. And then I realized if I could speak the language, I could go really far in terms of television. And, and, um, and, you know, and I did that. I went to the Berlitz school, learned to speak Italian and, uh, 
kind of climbed up the television ladder and ending with my own show on or co-hosting my own show on soccer, which was a very big deal in Milan because we know how much the Italians love calcio or soccer. And so, you know, I was skiing in Switzerland on the weekends with an Italian boyfriend and Mm -hmm. uh, went to a dinner party. And that's where I met the Count at a private dinner amongst friends. And um, yeah, so that was back in 1993. So you met him when you were in a relationship at the time. And also I forgot to ask because I know this about you, but for everyone who doesn't know, because we're a little bit into astrology on the podcast, what is your, when's your birthday? Oh, I'm a Taurus, uh, May 17th. Do you, and, I, and, and I married a Taurus. <laughs> the count was a Taurus. Yes. May or 20th. Is a Taurus. Uh-huh. It's, it's, yeah. May 20th. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like a Taurus through and through? I do. Mm-hmm. So, what well, I mean, what what's that like? Two Taurus being married? Was it like who was more stubborn, you or him? Um, it was probably pretty even. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but I feel like you know we were very similar in, in right. so many ways, and so we got along very well actually for a long time. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't know if it's a bad thing to Tauruses, but I guess in the end, it uh, didn't turn out not didn't turn out to because I don't like to refer to the past or past marriages as a bad thing. Right. just part of the journey. Part and, of the journey. I agree. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and I think, you know, we got along until we didn't get along. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually know a few couples who are two tourists and they still get along swimmingly. So that's really right. great for them. But yeah. so you said that when you met the Count originally, you had a boyfriend or you were with a partner at the time. Mm-hmm. How How did he like know to pursue you when there was, you know, someone that you were with? Well, you know, I was with an Italian boyfriend that I, I think that he, I think he might've known that I was dating him, but obviously Mm -hmm. as the Italian was not there at the party, Uh. because he was traveling, you know, it would have been different, I imagine, but he wasn't there. I was alone and, and the magic happened. I love it. And do you think that that kind of goes with, you know, my mom used to say, and I haven't heard her say it recently, but kind of like you're single until there's a ring on your finger. Would you agree with that? You're single until there's a ring on your finger. Yeah. Might have to agree with that. I would would hope to think that people take the tradition of having a ring on their finger seriously. Right. So until there's a ring on it, you know, uh, there's no commitment. I mean, it, there is and there isn't. It just depends on, you know, where your head's at, I suppose. Yeah. And that actually leads me to another question, which I would love your opinion on. We had okay. kind of a heated debate about whether or not you should live with somebody before getting engaged or not. What would you like tell your kids to do? Um, live together or not live together before getting engaged? Um, getting engaged or getting married? Getting engaged. I don't see anything wrong with it. I think a lot of people live together before they decide to take the, the next step. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, th- I think it's kind of a good idea <laughs> so that you can, you know, work out all the kinks if the kinks are to be worked out or not. Right. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, you can't really get to know somebody until you actually share the same space. It's very true. And I'm, I'm of the same stance and mm-hmm. so many people, whether it's for cultural or religious reasons, were, are like, I won't move in with someone unless there's a ring. And I think that's a bad, I mean, that's just too much commitment that's, when that's, you don't know someone. That's like a starting with a threat. <laughs> exactly. Like nobody should start a relationship with a, with a threat. threat or ultimatum. That is just yeah, not, exactly. a good idea. Yeah, um, not a good idea. So many people asked about your relationship with Tom, which, you know, we saw unfold on Housewives. And there's a few different questions, but this one I thought was interesting. Somebody said, what is so special about Tom that everyone has either been with him or wants to be with him? (laughs) Uh, Well, listen, Tom is very charming. Tom can lay it on very thick. Tom is you know, fun. Tom is handsome. Tom is wealthy. Tom is, uh, dresses beautifully. You know, he's, uh, he's, he's a character and, you know, and, and a very good catch, uh, but just Tom just doesn't know how to be married. So yeah, 
<laughs> and, you know, there's some other issues there, but I'll leave it at that. And it just it didn't work out in terms of him, his philandering. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, who wants to put up with that? Not in a new marriage. No one. Not in any kind no. of marriage. No um, one. And, yeah. When is, his, what's his birthday? When is his? Tom's birthday is actually New Year's Eve. Ah. He's a New Year's Eve. We got married on New Year's Eve. Very interesting. You got married on his birthday. That's right. His 50th birthday and he'd never been married before. Red flag. <laughs> Huge red flag. What are yes, some other... Women, women yeah. always think they're going to be the ones to change. Them. To change. So always. I, I was special. I was going to change him. Well, you're you know, special enough that he committed to you for marriage, which is not nothing. It's a lot. It's a mm-hmm. lot. It's a lot more than he did with any uh, anybody else in his life. So, right. Listen, we you know we had a mad love affair, and uh, and then things just you know went sour uh, for mm-hmm. many reasons. But so I can see why people are confused. <laughs> right, right. Other than him not having been married at age fifty, what are some other red flags? Now looking back, like you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, that you now see or wish you were more like open to seeing. Red flags other than the, you know, dating ex, dating other friends that you know. <laughs> Red flag. Right. Like people, <laughs> did people have generally bad things to say about him? Like, were you warned in any no, capacity? No, not bad thing. Mm-hmm. Not, not really, because they didn't get to know him long enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was just a one night out or, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, but uh, other red flags, let's see. Um, maybe that fifty and never been married. Uh, yeah, that's a big friends, one. Friends that you do, you that you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, having lots of girlfriends, men that's that have interesting. lots of girlfriends. I well, I think it depends on the man and the reason that they have friends that are girls. I think, like, you need to have a few. It's a little needy. I guess it's. I guess it's a little needy, but. I almost would find it a red flag if they had zero friends of the opposite or, you know, Oh, oh 100%. Gender. I've had those too, where they don't have a lot of friends. And it's mm-hmm. like, what's wrong with you? Right, right. <laughs> or it's always my friends or, you know. Mm, yeah. yeah. I've dated a couple like that too. You know, that's always a red flag too. Definitely. So you know, the, happy, the happy medium is really the, totally. the right amount. Yeah. The right amount. And obviously, you know, with the Tom situation, like, you can't really take that personally because that's a him issue, like all the philandering and all of that. That's kind of like who he is and things that he needs to deal with. But how do you learn to like re-love yourself after like something kind of fails like that and not take it personally and not think like, oh, you know, it's, it's me. All I'm my problem. Fault. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's true character right there, mm-hmm. which is, you know taking care of yourself, knowing your value, positive self-talk, you know, all those things. And listen, we all make mistakes. It's, you know, I don't consider them mistakes. I consider them part of the journey and knowing that these things had to happen Mm -hmm. in order to get to where you are at at this point in your life. You know, it's, uh, you know, I've gotten very spiritual about these things and my spirituality helps me through it. Yeah. Uh, And just, you know, and just having solid people around you, good friends and family. And, you know, because, you know, it's not, I'm not the only one that this happened to. Yeah. No, you're not. And I, I definitely agree with like it all happens for a reason to teach you something or other. Well, and, and, and to know, you know, being stronger into your next relationship. Right, exactly. It's, it's all in preparation. Like when I met my first husband, the Count, he said, where have you been all my life? And I said, well, I was getting ready for you. Yeah, you I know? think that's the truth. Because if I had met Alex before I lived in Milan for three years, coming straight from New York, I wouldn't be the same woman. Right. You know, I mm-hmm. spoke Italian. I had plenty of suitors and very, you know, being a television personality, you know, I had the, the world was my oyster. Right. And so I was living the, my best life. Mm. And that's the best character trait you can have is just living your best life, being the best you can be, because that's the most attractive thing. Yeah. You just made me think of, um, so 
obviously you are like a huge fan favorite on Real Housewives of New York City. (laughs) How did you get involved in it? How'd they find out about you? Did they just like Uh, cold reach out to you? Were you a friend of someone else who was on the show to begin with? I had met Jill Zarin um, mm-hmm. back in 2006. Um, I had moved back to the Hamptons from Europe right after 9-11 in 2002. You know, I lived with Alex and my children in the Swiss Alps for many years. I lived in Switzerland and after having lived in Milan. And then I came back to the States. And then, you know, I was dabbling in television here and there and doing some little gigs for CBS and I met Jill Zarin at a party and she told me she was doing a show and that uh, I would be perfect for it. So it really came to me through Jill Zarin. And then I interviewed for the show and that was it. And it was Manhattan moms. I mean, and -hmm. you know, I'd always been, I'd been in television. So, you know, I want, I was curious about this because reality was new. Right. I didn't know what it was. It was called Manhattan moms. If they they told me it was the housewives, I probably would have not have done it because if I had seen the housewives of Orange County, I would have never done the show. Yeah. Yeah. But ironically, I mean, they call it housewives, but a lot of these women, including yourself at the time, like do things and have careers of their own. It's not like I was pretty much a straight up housewife. Yeah. Yeah. But you had had a career past. Of course. I'm, yeah. And I'm also a nurse, which a lot of mm-hmm. people don't know about me. Right. You know, I, I, was, I worked in, as a nurse uh, coming out of college. And then, you know, I, became, I got into modeling by accident. I was scouted to model in New York. And, and then my life completely changed. And, you know, I went to Europe and just never came back. For, I mean, mm-hmm. I stayed for 12 years. Wow. And... Yeah. Yeah. It's been quite, quite the ride. And then, you know, the show came to me and it was like a rocky time in my marriage. And, you know, it was like the perfect kind of escape route for me. So there are two secrets to having great hair. The first one is only washing it twice a week, which if you don't know, you need to know. And the second is using an amazing shampoo and conditioner that's not from a drugstore or CVS, but actually customized to your hair. And obviously one that smells delish. My favorite scent is Rose. And if you're confused about what I'm talking about, I mean Function of Beauty. If you haven't heard of Function of Beauty, that's crazy because it's the world leader in fully customized hair care. They create a unique formula for your hair based on a very short but thorough quiz. And they give your hair everything it needs to look and feel its best. Every product is sulfate and paraben-free, vegan, cruelty-free, and therefore you don't have to feel bad about anything that you use. Function of Beauty is the best. Again, my favorite scent is rose and I love the way it smells. Every time I use it, I go up to my boyfriend and I'm like, smell my hair. I'm just obsessed. And I really want you to try it too. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Acme. You'll take your quiz and you'll save 20% on your first order. It applies to all of the hair, skin, and beauty products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Acme to let them know you heard about it here and to get 20% off your first order. functionofbeauty.com slash Acme now. Somebody asked... They said, Luann, you have whirlwind courtships. What would you do if your daughter wanted to marry someone after one month? Then my daughter would want to marry somebody after one month. <laughs> I, you know, I'm a hopeless romantic. I believe that when you know, you know. And I've always lived my life like that and taken chances. And it's always generally paid off for me. It's, you know, people who procrastinate lose the, lose the ride on the train. Yep. You know, I, I believe in taking chances and listen, my chance to, to, you know, I married my first husband after two weeks. Yeah. That's, and that's amazing. Beautiful children because of it. So, you know, you got to take chances in life. Amen. So a lot of questions coming in about your relationship with some of the other housewives. I guess I'll just go into the specifics. One person asked if you were able to forgive Dorinda and move forward after she said, and this got cut off, but at least I wasn't arrested. Yeah. Right. At least I wasn't arrested. Yeah. You know, that's, that says more about Dorinda than it says about me. Mm-hmm. 
that she had to go there to make herself feel better. And that's just what it is. And, you know, if you're, if you can put yourself in other people's place, then you have a great gift. And, you know, I've been blessed with that gift because I grew up with a very big family. I have six brothers and sisters. So, you know, you, the housewives is like my discombobulated family. Yeah. and, you know, and, you, and people are, you make, like to make snide remarks and buster chops and, you know, you take it too personally. And if you don't understand where it's coming from, then, you know, those are, you know, those are, they can be an issue. But mm-hmm. for me, you know, I just thought, you know, okay, I got you, you know, right. and of course it doesn't feel good mm-hmm. and, and it burns, but, and you don't forget it. Yeah. You know, it changes something when you when you say something that breaks someone's spirit. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. Are you still friends with Jill? Yeah, I'm in her. I'm in her apartment in Miami. Right no way. <laughs> that's amazing. Say hi to say hi to Allie for me. Yeah, I just saw them yesterday. We had lunch together because you know Jill lives in Boca, but um, mm-hmm. she has a little place in Miami, so she's been a. Adorable to lend it to me. Oh, yeah. It looks beautiful. What is your situation currently with Bethany? I don't have a situation with Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't speak? No. No. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Ramona actually had COVID? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why someone would lie about that. <laughs> well, that's a whole other story that comes up in the season. You'll see that oh, coming up. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So are you on the dating apps right now? How are you, you know, meeting people in your single? I, you, know, you know, listen, I am and I don't really look at them very much every once in a while when I'm bored, I'll have a look, but I don't really, I just feel like uh, it's so impersonal. It's not my style. But I did meet an, a nice guy during COVID. Mm. And, um, you know, even if it's not somebody that's going to be in your life forever, sometimes people come into your life for a reason. So, okay. Just, yeah. So, I'm so just, who, wait, uh, who is this guy? It's like, do oh, we... no, he, no he, anyway, uh, you'll see him on the season, actually, of the show. Mm. But, you know, uh, he's, we're, we're it's, it's on and off. Let's put it that way. So, okay. I'm still very much single. So, I need to know what is on Luann's dating profile. What is on my dating profile? What do you profile? write? I what don't do even you know. Say like, did you? Did, <laughs> I mean, you, you must have made it yourself, unless. Yeah, unless... I did, but I don't say much. Like it, it's fair. I think less is more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't give a lot of details. It's you know, and uh, and I don't. You know, like I said, I've been thinking that I'm going to go off of the dating app because I've been getting some really reject guys. I mean, really, mm. I haven't been getting any quality guys. Mm. Which apps, from the one which apps are we talking about? Oh, do we need to mention them? We don't have to, but I'm kind of curious. Like, are you on any of like the celebrity dating apps or is it just the regular ones? Uh, one celebrity one and one regular one. Okay, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. I love it. And not my favorite, not my favorite thing. Yeah. Apps are hard. I mean, you but have people, to, you know, people yeah. meet each other and get lucky and, you know, and have, you know, great stories, but I don't know, just not my thing. Mm-hmm. So on the show, we saw a little bit of your journey with sobriety and I'm actually sober myself. And so it's a topic. Oh, congratulations. I'm, thank you. It's a topic I'm very familiar with. And a lot of people were wondering, like, where are you at now? Are you sober currently? Are you sober curious still? Well, I'm, you know, I'm currently I'm sober, but I take it day by day. I don't mm-hmm. like to, uh, I don't like to, uh, to talk about, you know, to, not drinking the rest of it. Who knows? I mean, for today I'm sober and yes, I am on, I, you know, I'm, I'm in a great place, so I don't want to mm-hmm. change that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I so, could tell. Yeah. And did you, did you, I mean, you don't have to reveal exactly what it, what it is, but did you get sober on your own or was there something or some place that helped you? Oh, well, I I got sober after I got arrested, um, Mm -hmm. went to rehab. And then, um, then I kept on dabbling and going in and out of, you know, sobriety for the last couple of years. 
Right. Um, so it's been a struggle. You know, I just, uh, I just, you know, have come to the conclusion that alcohol doesn't work for me anymore. You know? Yeah. Just, as you know, it's like, you know, but you keep on giving it a good try. But, yeah. you know, my relationship with alcohol changed over the years, you know? Mm-hmm. And those glamorous days of drinking aren't so glamorous anymore. No, not when you're having debilitating hangovers and exactly happens as you get older. And blackouts and right, right. Are there any other housewives that you think possibly, you know, and I know we can't speak for anyone else and we have to focus on our side of the street, but that you think would maybe benefit from being sober? Oh, well, plenty. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of them. Have any of them came to you and kind of been interested no. in in it? Mm-hmm. No. No, every, everybody has to make their own journey, as you know. Mm-hmm. Were they, were any of the Real Housewives of New York helpful or possibly detrimental on your sobriety yeah, journey? You know, no, the girls have always been very supportive, you know. Mm-hmm. They've always been very supportive, you know, uh, supportive of in that part of my life. Maybe not supportive in other ways of my life, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but at least in that they are because, Mm -hmm. you know, who's going to tell a sober person to drink? I mean, hello. Right. Your friends have also had ups and downs when it comes to their relationships on the show. Mm. Are there red flags that you might've seen in your friends, you know, marriages or relationships? Like for example, Bethany's ex, like Jason Hoppy or whatever his name was, or, you know, with Ramona and her husband, like, were there red flags that you saw that maybe they didn't see? Not really. Mm-hmm. Not really. I don't like to, to, to comment on other people's relationships either. Mm-hmm. Not that's, my business. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, some, and quite frankly, mm-hmm. nothing pops out at me. So. Right. Right. I mean, it's hard to see. It's hard to see red flags in other people's relationships because you only really see like what they have public facing and and stuff. A lot of people want to know, and it's okay if you don't want to answer, but if you got down with the pirate. That's already been revealed on Watch What Happens Live. Where are you guys? Oh my God. Obviously they haven't, obviously they haven't been watching. So is that a yes? Oh my God. Well, you know, the pirate came on Watch What Happens Live. Uh, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp pirate himself. And you can't even recognize him. He lives in Miami, by the way. (laughs) I have to look for him. Oh my God. He lives in Miami. You don't even recognize him. He cut his hair short. He's like, he was wearing a suit. (laughs) It was like, like, who are you? It was Uh like, who are you? And um, I didn't even recognize him. And so Andy Cohen surprises me on Watch What Happens happens live. And I barely recognized him. And he asked him the question. He said, so did, you know, did you and Lou like do it? And mm-hmm. he was like, he, and he, he told the answer, which was no. Mm. True. We maybe, had a, maybe there's hope in the future. Yeah. Listen, we had a party. We had a great time. And actually it was, you know, it was, um, Sonia Rita that had a party with him. So, uh, Sonia did? Yeah, of course. She oh wasn't going to let that slip by. <laughs> oh, my God. I was going out with Jacques at the time, you have to remember. Mm, right. Okay. So I actually have a question for you. So we do these, like, I have these dating rules, quote unquote, and I tell my listeners, you know, these are the rules that I follow. And I would love to hear your opinion on which ones you agree or maybe disagree with. Okay. So... The first rule is no sex on the first date. What are your thoughts? Uh, I think it's a good rule. Okay. The reason not to like, you know, shame anyone and not be sex positive. It's just like, it's more fun if there's a buildup, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think if you're too easy, you know, there's nothing left to chase. Exactly. Men love to chase. Exactly. And the second rule is, and I'm, I feel like you will agree with me on this, especially with, you know, being sober, but no more than two drinks on a first date. Agree or disagree? I agree. Mm-hmm. And this one's a big one. And actually we had, um, we had Elise Slane on the podcast. I, she was friends with Ramona. I think she was like on an episode or two. 
And she disagreed with this rule. And we had like a whole debate. So I wonder what you think. I don't think that you should send a thank you text after a date because you already thanked them on the date and you're kind of fishing for them to answer you and talk to you if you do send it. What do you think? I think there's nothing wrong with sending a thank you, but I prefer a phone call. (laughs) Mm, Like you prefer them to call you or you to call them? Well, you mean... Thank him for dinner. Like, yeah, like thank thanking him again. Thanking him again after the date. No, you don't have to do that. Yeah, I agree. It's like, what's the point? Right. Talk to me about your... I mean, your, if you're going to say, yeah. thank you, let me reciprocate, that's right. different. Right. Right. Which is like, reciprocate as in like, take them out, take them out now. Or make them dinner, make them dinner at home, you know, whatever, you know, come over for a coffee, you know, could be, could be many things. But then that's asking them out on the second date, which I don't know if I agree. And so what, what's wrong with letting somebody know you like them? I think, you know, you just said it yourself, men like the chase. So if they know you like them, then it's, like ah, immediately. No, 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 no. There's two ways to go about it. I mean, really? I think that, yeah, I think that you want to show that you like someone without mm-hmm. giving yourself to them. Mm. So you can say like, or, you know, you can make it clear that you want to go on a second date, but then how do you not give it's yourself not, to it's them? It's not about the that. thank you. Cause the question was, you know, should you thank a guy after a date? It's not about mm-hmm. the thank you. It's about uh, if you're interested in somebody and you like them, it's about next steps. There's nothing wrong with being, you know, and, you know, inviting, but still mm-hmm. being mysterious. Okay. That's fair. But then how do you, how do you maintain the mystery? If you're, if you're being like, okay, that was great. Let's grab a coffee. Well, then it's the coffee was great. I'll see you soon. Bye. You know. Right. Right. I like that. I love that. So it's called flirting. People forgot how to flirt. Yeah, that's true. So, so many people are obsessed with Oh my God, I should do a book about flirting. You should. I would buy it. <laughs> uh, putting it out in the universe, darling. Putting it we're, out in the universe. We're manifesting it. Um, yeah. So many people love, love, love your singing career. Are you going to bring that back? Are you going to... Oh, yeah. I've already got a new Christmas song and video that I'm working on. It's so great. I'm going to have an album by next Christmas. That's amazing. So Mm -hmm. many people are like, make her sing, make her sing. Ah! I'm not going to make you sing, but that's amazing. (laughs) And you look amazing. Obviously, you look half your age, which like everyone would love to look like you. Um, you know. And so, so many people ask like, what's your workout routine? Do you have one? Well, you know, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm in Miami right now. So I'm, I, this morning I took a run on the beach and then I, um, you know, I do some like sit-ups and push-ups and then I go for a swim. So I here I'm like, I love it because, you know, you got the sun, you got the beach. It's fantastic. And otherwise I do yoga. Um, I'm very active, you know, if I'm not doing something, you know, playing tennis with a friend or I'm walking or, you know, I just move around a lot. And I think that's, and I also do the, um, I try to do the fasting diet, not eat after a certain time at night. That's so important. Mm. Um, and I find that very difficult here in Miami because people go out late. Yeah, that's a that's a big problem for me too. Yeah, in 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 New York, you know, I go I, I eat early. I eat at like six o'clock, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm done by seven. I'm up for a couple hours. You know, I'm 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 up early. I'm to bed early. You know, this whole COVID thing also has you know changed my schedule because you know there's not much to do after ten o'clock, right? right. So. And uh, so yeah, so I try to do the the fasting diet also and just. They have no carbs. Mm, the no I carbs to, thing is tough. Just sugar, period. Sugar, period. is Sugar mm. is the enemy. Sugar is like my best friend. I mean, I don't know how you can't... Like <laughs> I, me being sober, I'm like, sugar is my only drug right now. Like, I don't know what well, I would do without it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a cup of tea right now. I'm going to put Manuka honey in it. Oh, and that's... See- and that's sugar that you can eat. 
Yeah, that's good sugar. You know, there's like mm-hmm. good sugars and bad sugars, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm putting the tea on right now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, I, I mix it up. I mix it mm-hmm. up. I walk. I do all kinds of different things. And, um, and you know, just by doing, you know, 15 minutes a day um, and eating later in the day and, and eating earlier at night. Right. It's a huge difference right there. If you just did that, you'd lose weight. Yeah. Something I'm getting from you is that like you really are in touch with your body and that's really amazing. And I, and I find that like on these shows, I don't often hear the women talking about like masturbating, pleasuring themselves, like their sex lives in, in a way. Um, we you actually... You will this season. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Well, I'm excited, but... But give us a little preview. Like I'm very open with my friends about like about, you know, masturbating and and sex and and things like that. And I was surprised to hear that a lot of women don't have an orgasm from sex with their partner and they're like totally fine with it, which blows my mind because I wouldn't really enjoy sex if I wasn't able to to do that. Is this something that you've ever struggled with or were you kind of like from the first, you know, time that you started making love with somebody, you were able to do this. I have an orgasm? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Since my first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was, you know, then it was, wow, like I discovered the fountain of youth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Sex without an orgasm? Forget about it. Right. And, but like, know, is gen- there like a technique that you have to do in order to achieve <laughs> an orgasm? <laughs> Listen, you know, I have my technique and this is, you know, for me, it's, you know, I think it's very personal. People have to find their own way to get off. And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I've always been in touch with myself and my sen- sexuality and, you know, don't forget I lived in Europe. So, right. you know, I didn't, although, you know, I lived in Europe, I grew up very Catholic, always kind of, you know, um, traditional in terms of relationships. You know, mm-hmm. the first time I ever saw a threesome is when I moved to Milan. And so, you know, you learn as you, as you go along through life. And I feel like, you know, all of these experiences help you be more in touch with your body. So you know that it's okay to pleasure yourself and ask for, you know, pleasure from somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But a lot of people aren't comfortable with their own sensuality and their own sexuality. So, you know, it's very hard to ask for what you want if you don't know what you want. Right. Do you know or, or are afraid to ask for it, you know? Yeah. Do you know your love language? My love language? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean by love language? So there's acts of service, gift giving, or like gift receiving, words of affirmation, physical touch, and quality time. So I guess one of those is like how you show love and one is how you receive love. Okay. So can you repeat those? <laughs> so acts of service, quality time, physical touch, gifts, and things like that, and words of affirmation. I, I'm going to skip. <laughs> I'm going to plead the fifth. <laughs> okay. I'll send you like a little quiz to take so you can find yours it. out after. Send me the quiz because I didn't, you know, I'm not quite grasping the question here, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to do some rapid fire poll questions before we close out with like a quote or piece of advice. So these are just like pretty much one word answers. If you have a crush on a coworker, is it worth it to pursue them or should you write it off because you work together? Worth it or write it off? Uh, no. Have you ever role played in bed? Yes. If so, so I guess, yes, you have. Was it fun or awkward? It was fun. That's the whole point. (laughs) Yeah, agreed. Are you okay with your partner masturbating to other people if you're in a committed relationship? Uh, Masturbating with someone else? No, to to someone else. Oh, well, same thing, no? (laughs) (laughs) I guess, but the other person's not physically there. Right. Well, yeah, I think it's getting off. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Oh, you mean like it could be porn? Are you talking it could about porn? Be porn? Could be porn or like a girl, a woman's Instagram page or oh, something. That's a, well, mm. I don't know. This is a very convoluted question. <laughs> <laughs> porn, 
one thing, you know, is FaceTime with somebody else. Is right. <laughs> right. No, it is. There's a question, darling. There's a, there's a lot. Um, yeah. Open relationships. Yes or no? Open relationships. Well, you know, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. Not for me, but. Yeah. Sleeping at their parents' house before your official. Yes or no? Sleeping at the, like the in-laws or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the in-laws. Oh, oh that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would it make you feel good slash flattered or would you be upset if your partner showed their friends sexy pictures of you? Flattered. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay. A few more questions. Can you love someone before falling in love with someone? Can you love someone before falling in love with someone? I don't know. That's that's an interesting question. Can you love someone before falling in love with I think so. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I think maybe both at the same time. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. And lastly, is it unhealthy or healthy to have flirty banter with your partner's friends? Flirty banter? I don't think we're for the husband, no. (laughs) (laughs) So no, it's unhealthy? Uh, Yeah, I don't think it's very healthy. Um, Unless, you know, hubby likes likes it and turns him on. Interesting. Like a cuckold situation? No, no, no. Yeah, a couple (laughs) situation where, you know, it makes the guy feel good because your his friends actually like you and dream about you. You know what I mean? Right, right. That okay. Be turn, that could be a turn on for some guys. That makes sense. This mm-hmm. has been so much fun to talk to you. Is there, <laughs> seriously, is there a quote or piece of advice that you could share with our listeners that has maybe helped you throughout the years? The moment you think you're ripe, you begin to rot. Mm, so keep working on yourself. That's right. I love that. That's a really great quote. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Where can everybody find you, watch you, follow you, etc.? Well, you can Countess Luann on Instagram and countessluann.com for my cabaret show when I do come back in 2021 because I will be back. Yes. Countess of Friends. So I'm Can't super excited wait. about my tour. I'm super excited about my new song. Um, I'm writing a book right now about my journey, by the way. Love that. Um, But maybe it should be a book about flirting. So I have to (laughs) rethink that. (laughs) Do some editing, add some flirting. And I'm actually making a non-alcoholic sparkling rosé. No way. Well, I would love to try it. It's going to be great. So a lot of good good things coming up. Amazing. Congrats on everything. Season 13 of The Housewives is coming in April. I will be tuning in for sure. Well, thanks Thank so you much. so much, Luann. Thanks, Lizzie. Okay, bye.